Hello, Sorensen Sound. I am in Shanghai, and I'm getting myself Yukult. And I get made fun of for how I pronounce Yukult, but I can't remember how you're supposed to do it. Like, Yakult? Like, no other... I don't know. No one ever corrected me growing up. It's only in the recent, like, last year or so that anyone has said anything about it. So now I'm just insecure, and I add a little caveat every time I talk uh, about my favorite little probiotic. Is it yogurt drink, I guess? Uh, it's not yogurt. Milk? I, I don't know. You, you know what it is. Well, you don't know what it is. You feel me? Um, anyway, but here in Shanghai, there's so much rounder. Like, they're just, like, these thick little things. I don't know. The volume has to be greater than the ones in the U.S. It's also beautiful that they cost so much less. I mean, things here just, in general, cost less. But because they have to be imported to the U.S., specifically to New York, they upcharge the shit out of them, honestly. And it's so painful. Uh, so it's nice that being closer to Japan, and honestly, these seem like they might be made, the packaging's all in Chinese, so they might have something here, that where they make them. Anyway, being closer to the source, regardless, <laughs> um, it's, it's benefiting me, because I really love these things. I remember being a kid, and my best friend and I, we loved going to like either korean barbecue or japanese barbecue like all the time growing up just because we thought it was fun that they would like cook in front of you you know they like cook for you um it was the 2000s in chicago like what uh, what do you want from me leave me alone um and there's one of the places okay i'm getting away from myself no i'm not i forget which place like I was too young to have that differentiating, differentiating factor in my mind. Uh, but one of them would like take a picture of us every time we went. Um, and then they like give you the picture. And then the Japanese barbecue place always had ramune. And we were so obsessed with trying to get that tiny ball out of the bottle. And it never worked. Like We would smash that on the ground. And it just did not, we could not get it out. Um, and his mom finally dissuaded us from trying, which is like, that's just probably like straight up chemicals. Like that can't be good for you. And there was a time as a child, I don't remember why this happened. I think I was trying to get it to crack, but like when we were properly tiny beings, um, I, I bit a glow stick <laughs> and you can imagine how that went. Um, it was kind of funny. I was fine and nothing happened, but I was just like, I, the result was that I was, I was told off pretty severely for it. And thus the, the result was that any mention of chemicals, they were on their forward. That's not how that phrase goes, but I can't remember it at the moment. Uh, (laughs) meant that I was highly averse. Um, but the Japanese one was that one. So I guess the Korean one was where they took the photos of us. Um, and it was also near the Filipino grocery store, which meant that we would always get lumpia for the next day after. Uh, it was beautiful. And then the next day, 
because I stayed over at his house like all the time um we would just like straight up eat like pretty much only lumpia or at least I would because I I love Filipino food <laughs> he didn't really he was like I was a picky eater but he he has stayed a picky eater and was even then much worse than me because I don't know I just, yeah I just always loved Filipino food uh I miss it I don't know. I know there's a K-Town in Shanghai, so I'm sure I can find good Korean food. But I'm not that, like, emotionally attached to it. I'm more emotionally (laughs) attached to Filipino food because I grew up with it. And so I'm hoping that I can find a Filipino restaurant. I'm not really that hopeful, though. Again, close to the source... But not that close. I feel like it's still like a seven-hour flight, I would guess, from here. I'm going to sit my cold. Thank you. I like saying that I'll sip it, and then I almost shot the whole thing. Because that's just what I do. I'm pretty positive that you are supposed to just sip it. But they're so good. And just a little. And even those ones are big. I think, I honestly think, the amount that I drink... Is probably the size of the normal one, which is kind of funny that my body's like programmed <laughs> to finish them that way. I like that thought that I've put in so many minutes of work. I guess because it only takes you a few seconds to drink it. I don't know. Anyway, I digress. What do I? I don't know. Anyway, so I moved in to student housing. I live in a dorm and the like style I guess you could say is that I have a single room in a suite and it's just like an apartment you walk in the front door and then there's like a little door through to the kitchen go down the little hallway have a living room and then like a little balcony area and everyone makes fun of me because it's very normal here to have a washer but after living in New York (laughs) where there's no in unit washer dryer I don't have a dryer there's just drying racks because that's just more common here in general and I don't care I, I prefer that because I feel like the dryer is where you end up fucking up all your clothes anyway or at least I do it's where the mistakes happen <laughs> especially as I increase my linen clothing collection um but yes and then but then you go back to the living room and as you look back, when you're more, if you are facing the door kitchen area, there's one room, which is not occupied, it is not mine, and then across from that, there's the restroom, technically next to the kitchen, there's a wall divide. I'm explaining the layout so poorly, um, and then there's my room, and my room is smaller, but the other one's like long, kind of interesting, and I just... I chose what I chose. I feel safe in my little rectangular room. I guess they're both rectangles. I was dumb, but it's more squarish, a more boxy feeling. Um, but I spent a decent amount of time in the living room. I don't know if anyone cares about this, but I have such like a deep need to recite what I do in my day-to-day life. Even journaling growing up, I, I kind of always kept a journal from, again, a young age. But most of, for the longest time, literally until college, I think it was just me trying to, like, verbatim recount my day. 
and to like omit anything I remembered felt like I was lying so I would I, I, I wrote so much about the most inane topics just because I was like I have to like it's just this weird like compulsion um that I have and so it's kind of funny because sometimes I'll like text like people in my life and just be like give the most random updates up my day and it's not even consistent like sometimes if it's like my mom I'll do it like maybe once a week like I it's just not without thinking it's just like also like I have this today and this today and this today and then I don't like the lack of consistency is what I find kind of amusing um and it's weird that I feel like it, it again because it is compulsive <laughs> I feel like um it's almost like confessional even though I have like the most mundane tasks here because I don't have any responsibilities quite yet so it's just like I go to class and I'd go do like social stuff with the other master students like we go get lunch and dinner together we go hang out go on a walk play badminton go to the gym that kind of thing um but so it's just very loose and it's like so incredibly wholesome and like makes me so happy honestly but then I'm still just like I have to I have to get this off my chest and where the fuck does that come from like what what is it's not harmful so I don't really need to unpack it but it's just like low-key bewildering um but today was a bigger day today's the start of some responsibilities I guess I've as of tomorrow I will have been in China for a week um which is crazy I don't know because it doesn't it doesn't feel real but at the same time this is the most real that I have felt in a very very long time um I think it is like that complete severance from responsibility in a way and now just kind of completely building it from the ground up for myself. So I started going to therapy today because I had to, as an international student, they like force you to get their insurance and it is really good insurance, which is expensive. Um, but then they help you like set up all the appointments and whatever. And because NYU Shanghai is smaller than NYU, it's easier to get counseling. Um, so I started that today and that's always funny because the first time you go into that, it's just like, I feel like because it's so taboo for most people, it's not for me because I've worked hard. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, it's obviously not taboo for me to talk about mental health. But to like someone I just met, it feels really weird to be like, oh, this is like my history with my mental health. This is like the events that happened. This is why I, things got to be they, how they were. This is what I did after that helped me. This is what didn't work. Uh, this is why I'm currently here. And it was especially strange because I, like I said, just now this is kind of the best I've felt in so, so long. <laughs> like years, genuinely, maybe my whole life. Um, and so I think that was kind of confusing her. And I was like, well, I've had a really difficult year. And the fact that I feel so okay concerns me. Um, and then it's also like I haven't been... I, I think I have just haven't been coping. And that's why I'm 
okay. Um, which I'm glad for. I'm glad I have this space, but I do want to take the time and give everything the light of day it deserves. I don't know how, how why I speak this way. I love he got like teased for it today. I sent a friend this like tennis fashion video, I guess. And the phrasing I used at the time, I said, I don't know if you've already seen this guy, but he does tennis fit overviews. And I got roasted so hard for that. And, you know, it's just, that's something that takes time with me, is getting to <laughs> understand how the weird ways in which I uh, communicate, I, in which I converse. It just gets worse whenever you read my writing. But with writing, it's kind of like you already expect some level of, like, prose, I suppose, uh, that you don't in everyday life, which I still bring. I bring a lot to the table. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I feel like I am very nonlinear. I wanted to, every single night, I wanted to record this podcast episode for the, after, like, day three, because that's when my sleep schedule finally, unless I late, I'm checking the time now, oh, it's later than I thought it was, but it's not, it's not the worst. I don't have anything until 2 p.m. tomorrow, which is this health screening appointment that, as an international student, I have to do um, to get my residency permit, which I think is specific to Shanghai, um... I think that every city, like, province has its own kind of process regarding the visa. Um, Because I have my Chinese visa, and I have a temporary residency pass. And now I have to get this thorough, like, health examination before I can get the proper residency pass that will last me until graduation. Because I think this one's only, like, a month long. And this was just the first appointment I could get in for but one of my friends who got here before me in the program, she was saying that it's only 30 minutes, but they get so much done. Like they do um, a blood test, ultrasound, x-ray, and some kind of like electromagnetic something. She didn't know the name, so that's why I don't know the name. But I was just so impressed that they it can be so comprehensive in such a short amount of time it's just jarring after being from the u.s i'm sure that's impressive in its own right i'm not trying to diminish that but it's just especially after like the hell like the absolute fucking hell i've been through this these past few weeks after my car crash and then last fall when i was getting diagnosed with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease um which i just found out has worsened (laughs) so i have to be like really strict with food now and luckily i've fixed my food relationship Otherwise, that would be, you know, worse. Um, but, yeah, no, just after the U.S. healthcare system, I feel like most things would be sound like godsend. I'm shaking another cult. Because um, this is crazy if you don't shake them. I feel like this could eventually become a Polaroid situation where, like, they improve the product or rather than improve. I don't, like calling change an improvement because sometimes change is just change um but where they change the floor so you don't have to shake them anymore and it's actually like you're not really supposed to 
because I grew up shaking these, I'm like, what if I don't have to anymore? Um, but what was I talking about? Oh, the health thing. Yeah, so I have that tomorrow. It's kind of ups- upsetting, but it feels like a strong word. Kind of sad. Uh, because that's also, it ended up being the ex- like the only appointment time. Because you're supposed to get it done as soon as possible because it takes time to process everything else and you want it to be done before the visa so they're just like, don't just get it done. Uh, is that we're supposed to have like a program, not program, school-wide, I guess, like uh, the fo- four cohorts for the master's uh, programs. We're supposed to have like our first kind of get-together tomorrow. So I'm sad to be missing that. Um, but the ambas- I'm a global ambassador for the program. And we have our bonding on Sunday. And we are doing laser tag. And I'm very excited. But we might ha- I might be able to make um, a friend's dinner tomorrow. Because it is his birthday. There's a lot of Virgos in the program. Which is like fine. It's just... Literally before this I think I could name two Virgos that I knew. One of them is actually a Libra. So I could tell you one Virgo that I knew. Or, like, I'm sure I know more, but it's the only one whose birthday I know. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I arrive. I get here. I I withdraw cash, but a lot of places, it's not a very cash-friendly city. So I didn't really eat properly until... Was it Sunday night or Monday? I don't know, after getting in on Saturday. Because I was just unpacking the first day, deep cleaning the apartment, getting settled, whatever. And then with the cash that I did have, I had to walk to find a grocery store. And as, like you can walk places, and the city is incre- it's so clean. It's so pretty. Like It's so nice, so ex- accessible in some ways, I guess also inaccessible in the fact that like it's shops aren't very close together at least in my area um so I walked to this grocery store to get like hangers whatever that I need but there wasn't a lot of food so I guess it was more like a convenience store because there wasn't a lot of food and I was like oh I'll get stuff later and then I fell asleep I slept so much the first several days is insane that kind of goes back to the coping mechanism of like whenever I wanted to record this podcast I just went to sleep so it's definitely partially jet lag but I also do think that in general I've been sleeping a lot as a coping mechanism instead of actually having using other healthier ones that would help me process not that there's anything wrong with sleeping but I just it's a little overkill to sleep like 15 16 hours um and then classes started, it's just mostly syllabus kind of week, but it still takes a lot out of you when it's three hours of class after a few weeks of break. And the few weeks of break really did, like, need to happen <laughs> for me, um, even though they brought their own troubles with them. Me madre. But that's for therapy. <laughs> we started to discuss that at the end. She was like, well, here are these, t- like, we're talked about some like basic things to like redirect my coping from all the sleeping I talked about my history she like asked whatever questions she had just to get like an understanding of how I think and work and whatever and then she was like 
what it well, like what do you want to work on next time and I was like let's talk about my mom <laughs> so we have that going for us and I am proud or like happy because I mentioned it like just openly to two of the people in my program I'm like oh yeah like I'm doing this because they just asked about my weekend plans and they're like oh like actually like let me know how it goes and so I might have gotten people to go try therapy which is very nice very low stakes um so yes oh yeah but the food here is very cheap it's beautiful it's crazy because we had lunch together um some people in the program and it was literally two u.s dollars for like a whole lunch and a water bottle which is insane because not even like two dollars for a water bottle is unheard of in new york and i was thinking about it it will be so jarring whenever i go back to the u.s and i'm expected to pay like fifty dollars for a dinner when i went to dinner with a group of girls last night we went to a skewers restaurant and um i literally paid including like the taxi to get there and back the dt dt um it's just so cute to say it's so fun <laughs> uh i think it was nine dollars <laughs> in total um but these are girls they're undergrad but they're like final year because i would feel weird being friends with undergrad that are lower but there's not really other like graduate students so this is kind of my only option in a way to branch out but it's like a friend of a friend uh so I had never met any of these girls before and it was really nice to be like after I felt very calm this week because it's like I'm now comfortable with the people in my program it felt like we were coming back to something rather than still starting it because even at the by the end of the summer you still feel like it's the first semester it still feels very new and even if there's only a few weeks different difference it's just that mentality of okay, but like this is a return of some kind, even though it's also my first time here. It was just a lot easier, a lot less stressful. Um, but at the same time, I don't know the area well. And so it was nice to kind of sit down with like, an est- like these girls are like an established group of friends. And I'm so like grateful and lucky that they're such like open people and included me in their conversations and we got along really well. So... Yeah, no, it was just really, really nice to have that. Um, Oh, yes, and today I also had a meeting because earlier this week I had a meeting. I had my first meeting as a research assistant for the sociology department, or there's a center um, here, but I don't want to say too many names, completely dox everything. I don't know if that's the correct application of dox, but it feels adjacent enough. Um, that's also not correct grammar, but that's fine. Um, clearly losing my ability to speak. Today was just tiring. I was so ready a few days ago, and now I'm just like, it's been plaguing me that I haven't, because I'm like, oh, I owe it to the self. But I'm like, I feel more stable now. I feel more processed. Not that I was unstable, but it was just, wanted to talk about it. Wanted to divulge my experience to the homies, um you know, the vibes. So yes, my routine here 
it's really it's pretty nice there's a lot of restaurants and cafes near campus campus is beautiful campus is stunning i love her it's also so nice that it's like i really like this apartment um the dorms like the building wonderful the the area like it's a little gated community i guess and it's really nice the furniture is like very basic but that kind of makes me feel calm. Like, I come here and I'm not, like, overwhelmed, which is why I kind of, in general, prefer to be a bit minimalist is because the less, like, stuff means a lot to me, which might sound maybe counterintuitive for a minimalist, like, but I, as a child, had, like, maximalist tendencies because I would just, like, hold on to, like, silly things if it had any kind of semblance of being a totem for the past (laughs) like hold on to that so dearly and I still do but now I just kind of filter what I bring with me a lot better so like right now I can see the little like wooden sake cup that's from my aunt and uncle's wedding that has like their family emblem on it and then I could see the my friend oh she's been on the podcast I can say this Delphine um she painted this little rock for me with the nazar on it the evil eye and i take that everywhere with me because i always need an evil eye and then i always need to think about delphine um and i got myself this one so in cornwall there's oh no not Cornwall. sorry in wales near brecon beacons there's this book town i think it's called hay on why um and it's just known for its bookstores and like some bookstores will only sell a single genre because they just have so much it's beautiful it's a great town it's so cute lovely bakeries um but i got this Toshin jmw turner book for only like 15 pounds and Toshin is like the really nice art books so i can see that reminds me of that but then turner also just as in general reminds me of my time in London because I went to those art museums all the damn time because again after being in the U.S. museums cost so much to visit even as an NYU student sometimes um I say sometimes because if you don't know then we get discounts or free tickets to most museums but Turner I went to all the (laughs) London museums all the time because they're free and there's a lot of Turner specifically at the Tate Britain there's like a whole hall dedicated to him I spent a lot of time in that hall. <laughs> so just kind of encompassing of several moods. And then I can also see my Dala at the front door that my mama gave me. And yeah, but beyond that, like, this is new. This is like plain furniture. It's like light wood. It's nothing offensive. And I can really just like, if I wanted to focus on any of those points, I really wanted to seep into those memories. I could, but I like it's just not overwhelming that this is like completely blank because yeah, I'm already so inundated with memories in the past in a lot of ways that like I don't and I have a pretty good memory. Like I've worked hard to develop a good memory. So I don't really need these reminders anymore. I think because I had a pretty traumatic childhood that that's part of why I held on to things was because I knew I would forget them and I have forgotten a lot. Um, but as that is no longer the case, maybe I should like, you know, change my ways. <laughs> I 
anyway, so it's nice to be here in the morning, have my simple little routine. And the worst one thing I started to do that's like I'm a kid again is that most days I'll put my clothes out the night before, um, which is just fun. I don't know. I like it because I think I ha- I'm like more clear headed at night in some ways. Uh, clear headed sounds weird. But then I just go to the little shuttle bus. It's only like a 10 minute drive to school. And then I'm on campus. Campus is so slay. There's all these bakeries, all these restaurants around. Depending on what time classes, I'll go there or like meet a friend and then go to class. The professors here are lovely. The class kind of organization makes a lot more sense to me than some than a certain class did this summer. Um, <laughs> so just a lot more content and comfortable at ease um yeah I don't know I'm like today it kind of hit me I was like I'm really happy in Shanghai I think that when I whenever I first got to New York I was excited when I got to Boston I was depressed as fuck when I got to New York I was excited but right now I'm so truly just content and I'm really glad that I'm taking the time to like slowly get to know my neighborhood, the campus, the area around campus, and like areas that are more accessible to me first, because as exciting as it can be to explore, I think that would have been really overwhelming for me. Um, So it's nice to get comfortable and feel familiar. And sorry, one second. Excuse me. Uh, the probiotics are working, question mark. I, I burped. That, we didn't need to know. Gross, but whatever. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> it's just nice here. I'm just very comfortable. And it's nice to have, like, friendships to return to as well the master program nice to have new ones nice to have this um research internship that i'm really excited for um to do to go to the gym even more and i like that it the campus that there is a campus that's pretty centralized that it's accessible and i like that it's i like that i have to take a shuttle because it's for some reason that separates things a lot more readily for me um because as I've mentioned pretty relentlessly, <laughs> I've worked hard to become an extrovert this summer, but that's difficult for me. Like, it, it's not natural. It's like, it's a lot of work and it has paid off in that I do like really appreciate time with people. I do crave it now. Uh, and it's definitely a lot healthier for me mentally. But then um, it definitely does get overwhelming for me. And it's nice to have a clear time to be like, okay, you shut off now. Whereas in New York, especially in Manhattan, there's always kind of the possibility that someone will text you and you'll be like, okay, I guess I have to go and like do things again. But here it's like, when I'm done, I'm done. And that's fine. So yeah, those are my main updates. I watched a bunch of silly movies on the plane, because I couldn't sleep on the plane, and yeah, I don't know, I'm looking forward to cooking more, looking forward to see whatever little habits pop up.
And I really hope badminton becomes a habit. I I like it. It's silly. It's fun. I want to... I, my therapist recommended some places for me to go on walks here. Because I was talking about the walking situation <laughs> in this area. She gave me recommended places to walk. I uh, did some research uh, on Instagram, like, a lot. I was scrolling through so many pages um, to find some cafes that I will hopefully try. And then I have books that I want to read, and I will read, and I am reading. Um, just dis- disappointed in myself on some level that I haven't done it sooner, but I don't want to be hard on myself. And even as I say this, I'm getting, like, really weird, tight emotions in my chest. Um, some kind of, like, embarrassment. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm really harsh on myself. Really, really harsh. (laughs) But, um, trying to be kinder. Kinder? Be kind to her. (laughs) Be kinder to myself. Um, yeah, my room's pretty organized. I'm still missing a few things, but I try not to pressure myself to get there too quickly. I will say that, um, I go, I completely forgot to tell this story, I guess. But I got help setting up my bank account and my phone number. Uh, but in China, they don't have eSIMs. And I think I, I, I don't know what phone I have. I think it's iPhone 14. Uh, but like the newest or the I guess the iPhone 15 is coming up. So it is iPhone 14 something. I feel like there's like a a word that comes after it. It's not important. Maybe it is. Maybe that changes eSIM. Whatever. If you care enough to know, then you already know what phone I have. Um, but I don't have eSIM. And you need a Chinese phone number to make a bank account. And I need the bank account for Weishin Pay. Uh, or like Alipay, and it chose not to do Alipay because there's too many things for me to learn, honestly, and it's, it's the same um, network, so can be used in all the same places, whatever. Not the same network, but you, you know what I mean, like can be used in the same places. Uh, they do not share a network, it is just like copy and paste, it's kind of like... <laughs> so I had to go down the street from the phone carrier and buy a used phone and iPhone 7 plus was all that they had for like a hundred USD and then I had to go back and put that in which actually worked out because it turns out I still needed to keep my American phone number for various apps and whatever um so I have two phones um I got and it just reminds me of the song by Baby Keem I got two phones one for the plug and one for the hose i think and so i jokingly call it my plug phone um and because it's my business phone (laughs) and it just has like my course schedule as the lock screen the shuttle schedule everything like that um it's kind of fun to have like a china phone because the means just like any pictures i take on there like dust my china phone dust the vibes and then I went to the bank, and I deposited what cash I had left over, and I made a global transfer, but it hasn't gone over, and I realize it's because it's in USD, but then the banking app is in Chinese, <laughs> so I have to go to the bank to get help with the transfer, and it's just a lot, you know, you know, you know.
but yeah I'm so glad to just have a small life here just a messily little life it's nice it's really nice um it's a little stressful to realize that I very soon have to start doing big kid jobs and some part of me is like can't I just take a year to do nothing after (laughs) but if I'm serious about staying abroad it'll only get harder to kind of do those applications for those positions and when if I go back to the U.S. so I'm gonna just take another week to calm down because calming down has helped a lot of my health problems because stress just makes everything worse or exacerbates everything you know so another week of adjusting and then I will add in applications wow hopefully my networking is fruitful eventually (laughs) we actually get headshots so the school organized for my program to get their headshots done on Tuesday which is kind of funny to me I don't know I'm gonna feel so silly I'm looking forward to it I like so genuinely it's still just funny to me um yep I think that is most of it oh I guess there's also just to like quickly address I don't know how to put a finger on it but I guess because I had no expectations for Shanghai like I don't I, I just like I did basic research but I, I don't have any like I didn't grow up with, like, media about Shanghai. Like, there's no films that come to mind. I didn't have many expectations. And even though I took a Chinese literature course, it was it, it just never really talked about Shanghai to any extent. So I came here kind of without expectation on some level, other than, like, the general, like, praises that my peers would say, the ones that were, like, from here. And I was like, oh, like, that does get you excited to a certain point. But now that I'm here, I'm just like... I think people made such a big deal about me moving countries and, like, the actual move itself. Yes, it's difficult and it's hard to adjust. Um, And in some ways I'm not adjusting as in I'm not using the delivery apps because everyone orders delivery food and, like, doesn't go to actual, like, convenience stores to go get, like... It's kind of like Amazon with Taobao and JD. Um... But the apps, like, I, they're all in Chinese, and you can't put them in English, so I'm too overwhelmed. <laughs> no, I'm not adjusting there, I guess. Um, I'm sure I will, but I'm actually not sure I will. <laughs> I don't really like technology like that in general, or apps for the sake of it. I do really like an in-person experience, even in the U.S. So, uh, maybe not, actually, <laughs> delving into that world. But... Oh yeah, but everyone makes such a big deal about like moving constants because I I do think on a large level it is there's a profound displacement. But I, and I'm sure I'm actually pretty certain that it would have been a lot harder if I didn't have this master's program. Like if I didn't have a group of friends built in, which is something that I remember when I was being recruited for college for swimming, is that everyone was talking about how much easier college was for them compared to like their friends who didn't do sports because your friend group was built in and I don't think because I ended up quitting swimming I never really understood that until now and I can see how how helpful it is honestly 
to just have a support system, even if that's not always the, the kind of things you're talking about, is that the move itself, just like any sense of familiarity. But it just feels like like I'm just in a nice city (laughs) like I'm just in a nice place when I got out of the airport I was like oh this kind of feels like Florida because I get to me like the Pudong airport um area PBG and uh, like to me it it is giving Florida like the waterways or water under the like overpasses like even like the color of the overpasses is really like big skies lots of nature like the the terrain just seemed very much like that but then actually going around Pudong it's um kind of like Long Island City in New York with like all the like new really nice like high-rises and all the apartment buildings and just that kind of energy um even though again all my peers compare it to Fidei in New York but that's more for like the vibe like the kind of person that lives here um so yeah, I guess the update is TLDR, if you got to this point, that doesn't really apply to you, is I enjoy it a lot here, the food is good, the people are nice, I'm slowing down, calming down, I'm quite tired, my head hurts a lot, um, but I'm figuring things out slowly, and it feels so nice, it feels so nice, um, I don't know how many more of these I'm gonna do, but I just wanted this little log, I suppose. If nothing else, a time capsule of a moment in which I feel alright. Okay, love beams.